Ah, what is happiness? Judy definitely believes that it can be found watching the man in your life cook for you. I would add that a man who cooks for you is good, and a man who does the dishes is amazing. This is episode number 34. Today, I interviewed Judy about food memories. She reads her legacy writing called, There's a Man in My Kitchen. We get into Sweet 16 traditions and her favorite foods from childhood. We discuss the whole plan, shop, cook, clean progression, and talk about our thoughts on if the cook actually should clean or if that job should be shared. Welcome. This is the Sidetracked Legacies podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So, grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Here we go. Hey, Judy. Lisa, how is it going and what's cooking? Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, nothing's cooking right now. So I spent okay. a, a lovely morning at my mother-in-law's house and she had a great egg bake. We had salmon, um, Bloody Mary's, um, muffins, crackers with cheese, super yummy. And it was my favorite um, egg bake that had absolutely everything in it, every kind of you know, red peppers, green peppers. I think she had some kind of ham, um, onions. Ooh, was it good? Yum, 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 yum. You have the the mother-in-law everyone wishes for, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Luella, yeah. good job, good job. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of uh, this week is our theme is food and food and drink or just food? Food and what was it? Yeah, just something like favorite that. recipes, something like that. My favorite food memories is what there I wrote down. Okay, yeah. beautiful. Well, that is actually my formal name, except I said in parentheses, "There's a man in my kitchen." <laughs> well, he's exactly <laughs> where he should be. Exactly. My favorite food memories have happened in the last 35 years. Coincidentally, my husband and I have been married for. 35 years. I think I realized he was the real deal when I learned that he loved to cook. His cooking is his art. Nothing is too hard or off the table of possibilities. When our niece Michelle turned 16, Michael and I came home from California for her birthday party. We made hand printed menus and place cards with assigned seating. Michael insisted that the meal had to be special. 
chicken cordon bleu, twice baked potatoes, and a lovely salad plus two vegetables. He didn't realize that Michelle was averse to anything green, but she never mentioned it. <laughs> the table was set with the good china and crystal. It went beautifully with the culinary work of art. I enjoyed that whole process of creating this sweet 16 party just for Michelle. It makes me feel good every time I think of it. This desire to make special meals has followed us for all of our married life. Every Christmas morning after we open presents, Michael prepares eggs benedict and asparagus smothered in creamy, delicious hollandaise sauce. He mixes mimosas and we all sit around the dining room table and enjoy his special present for the three of us. The best part of all is the happiness he wears across his face. And there's no question about the fact that he loves doing this every year. I appreciate that he plans the meals, does the grocery shopping and the cooking. He enjoys showing his special talent, whether it's only for me, our family, our extended family, or good friends. We tried to challenge him when we all went camping together as a family of 14. He rose to the occasion with beef stroganoff prepared on a camp stove. <laughs> it was delicious, and we were impressed. If I ask for a special dessert filled with a molten chocolate center, he says no problem. If I ask for something he's never cooked before, he replies with no problem. And all of this is done with joy and pride in his ability. I appreciate when he beams with personal satisfaction. He does allow me to be sous chef at times, but I insist that the credit be all his. And here's my favorite recipe for special food memories. First, you take one happy husband in the kitchen Add ingredients for a special meal. Then set the dining table with china and candles. And last, add our favorite people enjoying the meal together. And here's the directions. Mix and match in a variety of combinations. Serve any time a special event is desired. Garnish with a glass of wine and sit back and enjoy. Bon appetit. <laughs> yay hey what do you think <laughs> there you go perfect so you know you're talking most of this writing was about um a special sweet 16 party for michelle right. i don't remember ever having a sweet 16 party for me well that's did because you have never did <laughs> no i i didn't but it just so happened it's so interesting how um, I came to your graduation and your graduation party. I did okay. not come to Michelle's graduation and graduation party. So huh. we kind of felt like maybe we should do her. Well, no, that would have been after. What was mm -hmm. the reason? I think, you know, what part of it was, is it was just good timing. Good timing. When we, yeah. when we came home, you know, for a, um, a reason and it just so happened it coincided. I think that was probably it because okay. May would have been a good time for us to come home. Yeah. Because I was like, I never had a sweet 16 party. I mean, I think <laughs> I had some friends over, but it wasn't a formal, I mean, I remember like being down the basement, but I don't remember really having a, a you know, a formal thing. I don't remember wearing yeah. a special outfit. I don't remember it being like a quinceanera. Um, I just, I don't think it was quite that big a deal, but mm -hmm. I think it was just a nice meal for our families and grandmas and stuff like that. Okay. I don't think we had, I don't even think we had friends. I think, I think uh, Phil was there 
and Michelle and you who was her boyfriend at the time. I was yes. there. Huh. Okay. And you were there. You were there with Tom. You were there with Tom. So you would have been what 20 at that time? 20, 21? No, I would have 21 and a half. I was five and a half years older than her. Okay. And you were married to Tom then, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then just our two families, okay. Michael just the and families. I. And- yeah, it wasn't okay. like a, and, and the, basically the special thing about it was the meal and the way the right. table was set in the car. So did you thing. have anything special for your sweet 16 when you were a kid? Or do you remember no, anybody having no, anything? No. Uh-uh. Well, I remember, I remember I had a birthday cake, you know, and it, our birthdays were not like birthdays are now. I mean, they really? such, well, such big celebrations for them, you know, and hmm. I know when I worked at the bank in Colorado, the girls were always saying, you know, okay, I did this for number 10. Now, what am I going to do for number 11? And I'm going, number 11, it's just her 11th birthday, but they always had to do a big deal, you know, go somewhere either fancy or they'd take 10 little girls and have mani pedis. And I just went, wait a minute, how do you top that? You know? Wow. But they had, you know, big deal birthdays. I don't remember that when I was a kid. Do you? No, no, not at all. I mean, even my kids, I mean, they enjoy their birthday because we, um, you know, set up a table and put balloons around and we invite Mm -hmm. family over and they can pick whatever they want for dinner. And I always ask them what kind of cake they want. And it usually has been a homemade cake that I would like decorate with different candies. It would be a, like a Skittles cake or a, you know, an Oreo <laughs> cake or things like that. Or I'd get one from the Dairy Queen, ice cream cake, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just, you know, family coming over and bringing presents. And it was just a family little celebration. Do you but, ever do um, sleepovers or anything for their birthdays? We did that once. <laughs> then you learned your lesson <laughs> exactly it was exhausting I think it was for the boys mm-hmm. and you know they were just talking inappropriately and carrying on about their private part sizes and it's like and even after I went down there went guys I'm mm-hmm. I'm right at the top of the stairs it didn't matter <laughs> um so yeah after that it was like I don't think so and even when they were little we did do a couple of parties like um there was a party, like a, um, a, a bouncy place, a bouncy. Oh, I remember kind of, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Bounce you. I think it was what it was bounce university or something like that, where they mm-hmm. had all kinds of bounce things, um, a trampoline park where we would take a few kids to something like that. You know, they'd have like, you know, a, a, for the birthday person and 10 kids, you could get a package, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. We did that mm-hmm. a couple of times mm-hmm. and Caden and Luca usually had their birthday parties together. But I don't know that Aubrey's ever done that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the only yeah. one I can remember for Matt was <clears throat> when we lived on Scott Street is we had a swimming pool in the backyard. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we invited his soccer team over sure. for a swim party. And it was it was fun, except one problem was it rained. Oh, so no. I said to the boys, OK, it was warm rain and it was one of those warm kind of almost musty days, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, real muggy, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I said to the boys, okay, you have two choices. I planned for us to go swimming. It's raining outside. You're going to be wet anyway. You're going to be wet anyway. Do you want to go swimming? And it was like, yes, yes, yes. And they all- No thunder and lightning. Their so, okay. And off they went. So mm-hmm. they went swimming. And 
that was the party. I don't know if you remember my telling, you know, my living room was on the second floor in the house Mm -hmm. on Scott Street, and it had a a metal railing across. And below the metal railing on the first floor was my sofa sleeper. Right. Well, a couple of the boys decided it'd be really fun to jump off the railing onto my sofa sleeper. And as I turned around to say, oh, my gosh, don't do that three of them jumped all at the same time. And it was like, I was just, you know, those sofa sleepers have those metal things inside. And I thought, oh, somebody's going to break something. But nobody did. It was fine. But I (sighs) stopped it. Going to somebody's house and thinking it's okay to jump off a railing down onto a couch just boggles my mind. It does mine too. The only thing I can say is I was always quite casual about, you know, rules in the house, but I was never quite that casual. Never quite that (laughs) casual. That was the only birthday party I remember (sighs) having a big group for. Otherwise we'd usually go to your mom's house and Mm -hmm. Matthew's tradition was always, you know, the patio at grandma's house or mom's house was always done by June 10th, which is his birthday. Right, right. And the only, well, one other year we did something now that I'm talking, we, Sandy was, was remodeling the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So the kitchen was empty and there was no chandelier over where the table usually sat and the table wasn't there. So okay. of course, do you remember what we did? No clue. We hung a Barbie, Barney pinata <laughs> from where the light used to go. <laughs> no, I do not remember this at all. Does he oh, remember this? I don't think so. You know, it's, it seems like he should, but he doesn't. I, I was going through pictures, looking for pictures for some of our posts the other night. And I saw the, the picture of everybody on the, where they had to get down on their knees. Cause if they stood up, you know, they'd be too tall. For Taking out a window. Mm-hmm. It's something like that. But that's, <laughs> that's the only other one I remember that wow. was kind of yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Then Barney was filled with candy and I don't remember who finally broke it. I think it might've been Phil. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so that, <laughs> okay. Was so next on the agenda, I was wondering, you know, you said your favorite meal and that was one that Michael made. I think that the rest of us mostly wrote about favorite meals from our childhoods. Did you have a yeah. favorite childhood meal? You know, that was, that was kind of a tough question. And I, I, I had that question when we got mm-hmm. together Thursday night, I said, should I be writing about something that goes back to you know, to grandma is and, and grandpa Ron, or should I be doing something? And everybody mm-hmm. said, Judy, it's do whatever yeah. what you want to do, you know? So mm-hmm. it just, I don't know. I, I've had food has been such a wonderful joy in my life for the last many years that I chose that. Now, what would have been, what a about childhood, a favorite childhood? Food. Oh, I know one of my what? special meals was m- mother had an old monarch range in her house it probably wasn't Mm -hmm. old at the time but a monarch range and it had instead of a fourth burner it had what we always called a deep well which was like a slow cooker that went down into the stove you know what I mean so it was Mm -hmm. about the depth of a a soup pot and it was down low and one of my favorite meals that she would prepare was um, stuffed green peppers and she'd make them with um, a combination of pork sausage and hamburger. And they gave off the most wonderful fragrance. When you walked in the back door, it just kind of hits you right in the face. And it was like, oh, mom, you're making stuffed peppers. That's amazing. <laughs> so I think that was one of my favorite meals. So stuffed peppers, and it had the, the, the pork sausage and hamburger. Did and it rice. have a sauce? And rice. Had rice and a sauce and it was tomatoes and and uh, 
tomato juice quite a, and tomato sauce mixed together but then she'd put a few spices grandma didn't really spice heavily but she'd put a few spices in but i think what made it magical was she'd simmer it in that pot for you know probably from noon on on the day we were going to have mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. and so it was very much like a slow cooker right and so right. the mm -hmm. the flavors just all really permeated and the peppers you know some people serve stuffed peppers and i've never understood how you could do it without the peppers but they she would stuff them in the peppers and so mm -hmm. each person got a pepper you know kind of thing that was probably one of my favorites and then she'd serve it with she served it with boiled potatoes and I love to mash up those little potatoes and just pour sauce all over it. I thought that was yummy stuff. <laughs> so I think that was my favorite as a okay. kid. Um, <laughs> I think I've mentioned it before. My dad was very much a meat and potatoes man. Right. So he wanted a piece of meat. He wanted his couple of potatoes and a vegetable. And that was dinner. So we didn't have a lot of combination kind of things. <laughs> um, there were a couple other individual things she made that I loved. Her salmon croquettes were delicious. I don't um, know that I've ever had a salmon croquette. Well, it was it was canned salmon, which I think now people think of as just ghastly, but it had a combination of breadcrumbs and like celery and a little onion and so on. And you made a patty out of it. And then you rolled it in um, uh, cornflake crumbs and then you put it in the basket of the deep fryer and you deep fried it for, I don't remember how long, a little while. Mm -hmm. And then she would also often serve those. Now, this is all not PC anymore because she would serve it with homemade French fries. And these were French fries that she would cut herself. She had a, a French fry cutter. So she'd peel the potato and you put it in the little thing in the french fry cutter and you push the handle down you know right and out the other end come you know a bunch of french fries depending on how big your your uh, potato was <laughs> but she would always deep fry those to absolute perfection They'd did be, she put a, a breading on them no no but they were just i don't know she did them a little as they were like browned on the outside and hollow on the inside and oh my gosh they tasted like heaven <laughs> Isn't that weird what you remember? Yes, yes. I, yeah. So next, um, so you said that Michael, you love the fact that he plans, shops, and cooks. Yes. I was like, you know what that made me think of when I was dating Craig and he mm -hmm. loved to go hunting and he would, you know, kill something and, and have venison. I said, do you know how to clean and cook everything you kill uh -huh. and he said yes and so i was like uh -huh. okay as long as you do the cleaning and the cooking you know i can mm -hmm. eat pretty much anything but right. yeah the the components that go into it i'm kind of not familiar with so right. i understand right. that that you know having all the components to a good food experience are really important well they are and he's really particular you know if, if i said i was going to buy store brand of this or that, you know, to go into his special meal. That's not okay. You know, he's got to have <laughs> just the right, he's got an idea of what just the right things are and the fresher, the better, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then I will, I, I have to, in, in uh, honor of transparency, I do have to say that every once in a while, he'll say, 
I didn't plan anything for dinner and I'll say, okay, I'll cook tonight. So I do still cook. I don't okay. think he wants me to learn, forget how, you know. And what is usually, your favorite thing to cook? If What is your go-to? Do you have a go-to meal? The easiest meal I cook is called macaroni and beef. Okay. And you just take hamburger and elbow macaroni and onion and green pepper and you brown all that in a, like I have a, a thing that's like a, a hot pot, okay? Yeah. And once everything's kind of brown, you, the, the macaroni is kind of yellow and the beef is all you So know, you actually ready. brown the macaroni? Yes. Yes. You don't pre-cook it. You brown it huh. raw. Okay. And when it's all starting to look, you know, kind of Dunnish. good and you can smell the onions and the green peppers. Then you put in uh, Worcestershire sauce. Oops, uh, my son told me I have to say Worcestershire sauce is the right way to say it. Okay. <laughs> it's a friend that lives in Worcestershire, England. So he told me that's the right way to say it. And they make it there. Oh, and it, okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then you put in just salt and pepper. And oh, I do put in a little bit of um, minced garlic. Mm -hmm. And I let it, I, and then I pour in, um, I, I pour in three cups of like V8 juice or two cups of V8 juice and a can of uh, petite diced tomatoes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I let it simmer for 20 minutes and it turns into done dinner in less than a half an hour. That <laughs> sounds perfect. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah. Darn good. Yeah. So that's my kind of, that's one of my go-tos. Um, I like to make scallop potatoes and ham. If I have leftover stuff, you know, mm -hmm. Um, other than that, what else can I do? Oh, sometimes I really cheat, you know, and make grilled cheese and, and a can of soup. <laughs> it just depends. <laughs> I don't admit that very often, but you know, we don't do that all the time. So those okay, are, so I, here's the next one for you. So okay. you were saying that, um, uh, it was Matthew's friend in Worcestershire. Uh-huh. Okay. So my Worcestershire. next Worcestershire. My next mm -hmm. question is, as a mother of a son, yes, did you raise him to be able to cook? You know, that is very interesting because when I was looking for pictures of, um, to put, you know, we do this reading from what we've done on our blog, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I found a picture of Michael in the kitchen teaching Matthew how to make a salad. Oh, okay. And he's holding up the bowl. And so that picture I'm hoping will make it into the, into the writing, but yes, he did mm -hmm. teach him and, you know, he didn't go into every darn thing, but I mean, Matt, he's a master on the grill. He's really good on the grill. He can grill anything. And what I like is that he love, love, loves vegetables. So he'll have a steak with asparagus or he'll have a steak and Brussels sprouts and maybe a baked potato or he'll, you know, something like that. But when he cooks for himself, it's very healthful and he loves salads. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think Matthew got, or Michael got him far enough that there is an interest there. Okay. Um, has he ever I, made a meal for you? Yes, he has. Um, his preference is breakfast. He does a mean <laughs> scrambled eggs. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think. Well, and he does like if he grills something out, he'll do the meal around that, okay. you know, that kind of thing. Um, he doesn't cook a lot because Michael doesn't let him. 
when he's home, you know, Michael mm-hmm. likes to treat him to something that he knows he really likes. So, sure. you know, it's, and it's, it's Michael's gig, you know, that's right. what he likes to do. I've said it's his Darn. art. <laughs> yeah, it's his art. And, you know, Matthew just goes, oh, that's okay, dad. I don't mind. If you, you take care of it. So yeah. um, the next question is, um, what about the cleanup? We've had a discussion in the house that, or when we've gone to the cottage as a family, all to, all of us together, some mm-hmm. people believe that the cook should not be in charge of cleaning up. But then if you're the cook and you don't clean as you cook, then you get hollered at because you leave such a big mess. And so I've always thought if you cook, just clean up, whether it's after or be, you know during or after, then nobody can piss and moan about your technique of what, what is you know, your philosophy about the cleaning that goes along with the cooking? Quite frankly, as a couple, I prefer to be the one to clean as he goes along because he can make a, an almighty mess in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I never want to get too grumpy at him because it usually means a delicious result at the end. But what I'll do is I'll come out in the kitchen and chat with him and I'll pick up the pot he just boiled something in and I'll wash that or the other thing he loves to do is he loves to take out all these little dishes and he puts the onions in one and the green pepper like the television commercial like the television shows where they cook and he throws this in and he throws that and he pretends he's you know Julia Child's male counterpart or whatever and so I very much like to get those done up before we're served dinner yeah. and then yeah. at dinner, everybody clears their own dishes and, and Matthew puts his in the dishwasher and I usually clean up what's left. But I think if you've gone to the cooking route and he, you know, he doesn't just cook what's easy. He cooks what he enjoys, what we enjoy. And he is not about trying something that we've never had before. So <laughs> I feel then that, yeah, I, I feel I should clean up and quite honestly, I feel like I clean up better than anybody else. <laughs> so I like to follow my Lisa isms and make sure that my sink is polished and everything before I go to bed at night. So there you go. Mm-hmm. yeah, I, and you know, when I've up at the cottage, the cleaning up as you go really helps because mm-hmm. for some reason we usually have a lot of people and yep. it gets a little challenging if it's all left to the end. I think mm-hmm. that makes it really hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am known for, having a big mess when I clean then and I do clean as I cook but mm-hmm. anyway it, it seems to be a perennial issue for us <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know it's so funny I have things that I don't mind doing like for example I don't mind doing dishes I don't mind doing laundry I don't mm-hmm. mind any of that kind of stuff so I have stuff that I like to do and you know when you have somebody like Michael who kind of spoils me rotten you kind of both pick what you like instead of the role things, you know, you should do this or you should, we don't do that, you know, and it makes it a lot easier. Cause like I say, I don't mind doing like, I hate to dust. That's why you could write your name in my dust anytime, but <laughs> um, he doesn't mind running the vacuum now and again, and running the vacuum gives me a backache. So I let mm-hmm. him do it, but like laundry and stuff like that. And if he has special things, he wants hand-washed or delicate washed, or I don't mind doing that. You know, I'll do special little little things that are Mm -hmm. kind of in my field of they're okay you know Mm -hmm. yeah I hear you questions yeah good (laughs) questions so Judy I think we're going to wrap up here Uh, it's been lovely talking to you about all things food 
and uh, <laughs> look forward to next week when we get together and talk about I don't know oh what no about. what are we talking about oh japers I don't know I'd have to oh, look at my list we'll get it figured out so surprise surprise <laughs> okay <laughs> until next time love you okay love you too Lisa okay, I'm glad bye-bye. we can do this together bye-bye <laughs> And before we call it a wrap, I just want to say that I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So, that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time... Take care.